one job, sight standing seam in over 20 colors. Plus, 26 and 29 gauge AZ50 and AZ55 Gavaloom, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic coated Gavaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516 online at reedsmetals.com. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. High Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments. The kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just a call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or go to saveonpi.com. That's saveonpie.com. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. But an estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily amount of physical activity. It's time to move and keep moving, America. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is hour number three of the Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. That is the way to chime into the conversation. As always, you know what I like to do on this day of the week. I know you know what day it is. Probably start looking forward to it on Monday, but it is... It is. You know what day of the week it is. So, what are you from your Pels fans? What do you think? The team did not win yesterday against Miami, but I like kind of what I saw there. Jose Alvarado leading the team in points with 17 last night. You saw the debut of CJ McCollum as well. And again, I... Would have loved to have seen a victory at the same time. Uh, you get it. 1230 is when he reportedly landed CJ McCollum and all that. We'll hear from the locker room and all that, but look, uh, here it is. Here it is. The very first shot. That's a Pell. Inbound to McCollum. Baseline jumper. Right side. 
15 feet, nothing but net. Welcome to New Orleans. Christian James McCollum with the catch and shoot. And, of course, we all want to see him make a lot more of these. Graham, double team, up top, Temple. Extra pass, CJ, left wing three. Three Three-point shot at the buzzer. Those are the things that he can do for your team. It ain't necessarily a bailout shot when C.J. McCollum's taking it. His first made three in a Pels uniform. He's at 38% this year. And um, the good thing about it is two players in particular continue to do their thing that have made them players to turn the game on for, put Todd and J.D. or Daniel on for, or show up to the Smoothie King Center to see. And it's 45-44 New Orleans. Adebayo is going to bring the ball into the front court himself. Yeah, he can do that. Now, Jonas needs to stay off of him because he's got that versatility. Right. And two fouls as well. Adebayo to Robinson. Steal Herb. Can he get it? Yes, he can. He is going to go all the way. He is going to flush it in with two hands. Give him that work, Herb. Give him that work. That's one. Mr. Herb Jones finished with seven points on the offensive side. And then, as I mentioned, Jose Alvarado led the team in points last night. Alvarado, left wing three. He can shoot. Outstanding pass from McCollum. Give him the dime. And Alvarado now with 14 points. 92-84. Pels are hanging in there. Because of Alvarado. Yep, and he wasn't done. Now Alvarado got in deep, got it back oh, to Jonas well, up well, top. He's got the mismatch. Jose, he'll take the three straight away and hit the three. He can shoot. Yeah, he can. Uh, more importantly, again, he is bringing a ton of energy to this team, and he's he's fun to watch. He's he's got people literally calling like Cajun Goat and others saying, "Get this guy a contract, like a real contract, not." Um, you know, one that you don't know if he's going to be around for a little bit. He's, he's, he's definitely earning at least the thought process for it. And one of the good thing about it is it's the two-way thing. Well, a, a roster spot's been open. David Griffin yesterday. Yeah, I think fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, we still have quite a few unknowns. And, and I think we're in a situation where heading into that buyout date, which March 1st, you have to be waived by in order to be playoff eligible. We're going to learn a lot about what this looks like. So it's probably premature for me to say I know unequivocally what we're going to need. Um, obviously, again, anytime you can get versatile two-way players, you want to do that. So we're going to be pretty keenly aware of who those people might be. But at the same time, we've, we've got a lot of people here who can play. And the opportunity to play some of our young players, I think you saw the other night, um, is exciting to us as well. And then also the other thing that he said after or before the game uh, when he spoke with local media was the Zion update. If you hadn't heard it, here it is. So Zion uh, continues to progress well, anecdotally at least. Um, He feels very good. Um, Trajan just was with him uh, last weekend and uh, was really encouraged by where he is. And again, this is all anecdotal. Um, We hope that towards the end of next week or maybe the beginning of the following We'll have uh, some imaging done and have a, a better update. So it's hard for me to really give you anything other than what we see anecdotally is very good. I can tell you also he reacted incredibly positively to the C.J. McCollum news. Um, shared with Trajan actually that he's incredibly frustrated. He doesn't get to be here for the moment uh, to be with him. So anecdotally, everything's very positive. There was a, another... Um, follow up to why is there not any more info on Zion? So it's a great question. And I just, I don't have enough information to even give you a, a sense of that. You know, we're, we're building this in such a way that we're going to be sustainable and the fit's going to be very good. Um, 
whether he comes back now or in the future, when that happens, if it's six weeks from now, if it's, it, it, it doesn't matter. So we're, we're in a situation where we're going to be able to build in a very positive way. Um, but really speaking to his situation because of where it is, I, I can't get into a lot of detail on it. So, cause I, I just don't know enough to, to say. It's Friday and I'm not going to ruin my weekend. But I'm not. So I'm going to let myself 60 seconds, maybe 30. I, um, wow. Um, I'm kind of, I, how do I see again? I, I struggle to even know how to put that into words. This isn't a 10 day player. This isn't, you know, no, a f- late first round pick. Anecdotal, but whatever it is, anecdotal. Relying on other people's accounts. He, he told Trajan, and again, he's the GM. I understand that. It, this man's job depends on what happens with him, right? Whoever that was hired at the time of the AD trade, that, that was the case. What do you get out of that? And then you're going to get the first pick. Here it is. I would just think, again, this is me. I can't speak for him, and I don't know. It's just, I, I kind of, it kind of boils down to two things for me. Um, which I'll get to in a sec. I, I'm just saying for me, knowing my job depends on it, the future of the franchise, the decisions that I'm going to be making, having to hear and read reports after report, for day and weeks and months about how I'm not building a team around this guy, how I have to find the right players around this guy. And when he's injured, it, it injuries happen to players. Important players, non-important players, they're all important, but you get what I'm talking about, some bigger than others. You can't control that. I'm just literally focusing on the how do you not know aspect. Like that's that's interesting to me, to say the least. Anecdotal, like I'm relying on somebody to tell me how he's doing. It's been eight weeks since the procedure was to you know leave the the soreness or whatever it was. I, and we don't know. Got to scan it. I mean, I like. The first few things that popped in my head, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just like, well, like, again, I had a stomach bug this weekend. If I needed to run down the hallway, is he capable of doing that? Like, can we walk? Like, where are we? Like, is he doing sit-ups, push-ups? Because we, the last, you know, we found out eight weeks ago, we had to ramp him down from basketball activities. Awesome. Like, can, like, is he in a wheelchair? Like, what, what's going on? I have no, how do we not know anything? I just, I, or, so again, there's one of two things. Um, my, my, I, I mean, are we FaceTiming? Like, I, I would have an apartment in Portland. I'm, I'm seeing you every Friday. This is an opportunity to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, to go hang out somewhere, watch games together, you know, look at other rosters. I don't get, again, all I heard was this relationship isn't exactly, great. I got eight weeks. I'll see you every Friday. Let's go to dinner. We didn't have to talk about basketball. This is a great opportunity to get to know one each other. And we're relying on anecdotal reports. That, that's remarkable to me. Like, you're the 
acronym in charge. How do you not know? Or the other side, you do, and you don't want to say, which you can. But again, being transparent and say, again, I maybe at first there's the man, we don't want to let that out. There's tickets involved. There's interest. That's not the case anymore. We've talked about that. If you listen to the show, you hear players. I mean, you hear fans. You, you hear people. They're going for Herb Jones, Alvarado, Brandon Ingram, Willie Green. You've passed that. We had people call Monday and Tuesday willing to trade Zion rather than Jackson Hayes. And that, that, that is silly because he's the first pick of the draft. And that's the thing that I can't understand with this. You're, you're, you're the first pick of the draft. This was LA and New York. The head guy says, I don't know. I don't have any info. What? Like you're not seeing him? When's the last time you talked to him? When's the last time you've seen him in person? Got nothing. Or you're not saying. Or you're being told to stay away. And if that's the case, that guy's got way too much power. Who's running it then? 85 games. We're not talking, you know, multiple titles and rings. Now I get it. My man was with Cleveland with LeBron. Who fired his coach and they were in first place. He replaces teams. But he showed up back to Cleveland after winning rings. I'm, I'm honestly at a loss. I, I, I would have honestly rather the update being, you know what? It's just not healing the way we'd like to, man. It takes time. It's one of those injuries. It stinks. I see him, you know, I asked him if it could, you, could, I mean, I don't know. Like, what, what's the procedures here? Every Friday, we're asking him to run from one end to the court and the other to test it out. Is he still experiencing soreness? We didn't even hear that yesterday. Eight weeks. Is he still sore? That, that's a concern. Fix it. What's going on? It's just, but the, I don't have any info. You're the top person. You have the ability to text anyone or FaceTime anyone under you to get that information. I, I just, I was just like, what? Just imagine like living, like being married, operating that way. I'll have Jordan text my wife. I'm fine. I'll see you soon. That doesn't work. John and Shane, I've talked too long and I got guests coming up. So if y'all can, before I go to the break, you're about 60 seconds. What you got, John? Taking my call. I'll be quick. I just want to say a few things as it pertains to David Griffin. First thing is I think that guy studies the dictionary on a daily basis. (laughs) The new words we get with every riddle. Every six weeks we get a new ambiguous riddle from David Griffin. But I will say this. I, at the beginning of the season, when they started 3-16, and 16, the finger was always pointed at David Griffin. And, and that's every Pels fan that called the show pointed the finger at David Griffin. I will say this. Now, today isn't his brightest moment once again. Sure. But we, I think, are too quick to immediately point the finger at David Griffin and call him out. This team is now, they've been 500 since that 3-16 and 16 start. Mm-hmm. They've made a blockbuster trade for C.J. McCollum. They've elevated this team to build around Zion. We have three levels of scoring now. We have spacing, yeah. and we've got defense, and they drafted well. 
The thing now is I think fans need to start maybe pointing the finger at Zion. I think it's time that we say, I, I kind of want to hear from him. I mean, like, all this is coming from management, and that's what's frustrating yeah. to us. Is John, it's not from the whole I, I'm glad you picked that up because that's not where I was going to an extent. My, my thing is that's why you heard me say specifically the, the lack of info and not knowing, and that's why I said it's one or the other two. Either you're not telling us on, on certain or – it's the other camp. And you know how I felt about that. You, you're going to have to really sit down in front of me and, and present solid, like, Supreme Court trial arguments as to how him being away from a team that is playing in a manner that is getting the city to sort of buy in and, and has got guys playing so together that you can get traded and show up that night to support them. And you not being a part of that growing process is better. So I'm with you, like I said, and I said this at the beginning of the season. The guy has made mistakes. But the best way to be successful is to acknowledge failure and then try to rectify failure. He bleeped up. He hired the wrong coach. He bleeped up. He brought in the wrong players. You got to let that person fix it. And then if it doesn't, well, then he's done after the season. He knows that. He hired the right coach. He's brought in a decent roster to certain areas. Now we can get into the Temple and Sato and things of that nature. But the draft picks this year, Herb Jones was a steal. It's a find. Whether you got an all-star player in Brandon Ingram, if you ask me, you made a big move to go get a veteran point guard in C.J. McCullough. Like, you are doing things that show everybody, no, we care about winning. We're, we're about trying to be better. So it's going to be real apparent if you buy in or not. Does that make sense? Right. No, I, I agree. I agree 100%. And like I said, today's interview in regard to the update about Zion is not, it was not, I guess, thought out in sense of how should I respond to this question. But like I said, the thing is, there are things changing from David Griffin's point of view. Mm-hmm. That at the beginning of the season, a lot of people wanted him gone. Like before yeah. we even got into the 25 games, a quarter of the way there. So I will have to give him props that this team has turned around. There has been moves made. But like I said, in terms of Zion, at this point as a fan and this point in the season, I think it comes down to him. It, it is, it is in my eyes as a fan, it's changed from David Griffin's lack of, you know, wanting to win or changing the culture to now Zion has to be the one to buy in. If he does it, you know, you can't fault David Griffin on that. If you did what he had to do, you, you can't not go Zion number one, right? So – that's why, I just as a fan, I think we do need to change the, the shift. Yeah. Thank you, John. Appreciate the phone call. Shane, I'll Thanks, come John. to you right after Thanks, break, John. and then we'll speak with Marlon Favre at the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury? Or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. 
In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. All in favor, rights on the On Deck Circle. We'll chat with you and get your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Shane, thank you for holding on, man. Give me your best 90 seconds. Go. I don't believe David Griffin. That the issue that I have with David Griffin at this point and the whole organization is, I think you're pissing on my back and telling me it's raining. Don't tell me you don't know. <laughs> Something is going on. You're not letting. You're not. You. It's like you. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want him to talk about it. It. It almost seems like similar to the Ben Simmons situation. They wouldn't let him talk to the media. Zion won't talk. Can't talk to the media. Won't talk to the media. And you don't know. You got to do. I. I called a few months ago. I'm sick of hearing the word scam. I don't want to hear about a scan. Like you said, if if you have to, if you got the runs, can you run down the hall to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. and back? Yeah, give me something, and, man. And I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. Can you jump? Can you yeah. run down the hall and back? Yeah, don't can he do anything? Can he ride a bike right now? Like, I just, I mean, I because that, after eight weeks, if we're not that, then. Don't tell me you don't know, though. You, you yeah, insulting I'm with my you, intelligence, and I think. I think the optics of this whole situation is looking bad on the organization and David Griffin. M- all moves aside, C.J. McCollum and everything aside, it looks terrible, and I'm just kind of fed up with it and, well, and, and really don't care what they do with him at this point. Shane, thank you for the phone call. appreciate it. And like I said, as we're bringing Marlon Favorite, and Marlon, you know this with the younger gen and kids. I, I've, I've said this as well, and I've offered my services. Believe me, I'll do it again, pals, if you're listening. Uh, I will be your crisis management consultant. Uh, for gear, I'd love the new, you know, Jordan brand shorts and shirts, uh, anything like that, maybe a floor seat or two for a game. And I will just, you know, give you the advice, man. Cause Marlon, social media can go a long way to shape perception and, and, and kind of get you on your side. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a presser. And during the off season in football and in basketball, we, we've become accustomed to Marlon. You post them. Working in the lab, right? A video of you hitting those bags, man. You're you're doing the swim move. You're doing all of that. We don't even need to see a dude working out. Like we 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 saw hires by the Giants, the you know the Bears and Broncos of their new GMs and head coaches showing up in the snow at night, and it's like 15 seconds of them getting out of a car and into a building. 
Show him getting into a building. Show him like just going on, you know, lacing up a sneaker. Like, I mean, there's things you can do on a social media thing. All of a sudden, oh, he's, he's, he's hard at work. You know what I'm saying? He may not be. He may take the shoe off right afterwards, but you can get ahead of it with social media, man. It's crazy to me to just be like silent. Huh, Marlon? It, it, it is crazy to be uh, silent in 2022 uh, because of the main form of communication is the social media. Uh, before in the early 90s in a traditional way, and it seems like this is how this is going, you would, you know, reserve that information for a paper write-up or a, or a one-time sit-down television interview. But in, in, in a time frame of immediate gratification, you have to have the information ready to right now or you'll have a lot of not only disgruntled fans but, the, you know, other supporters as well. Yeah, I said it before, like when Chuck and all them make fun of him on TNT, I, I, I tweet right at him, hey, man, see you next Tuesday or Thursday. Let's take our shirts off, see who's better, who's got the six. But, like, have fun with it. I mean, I would have put him, I'd be I'd having him on the TV shows, on the radios. I mean, I, I would have him all over the place to where people would be like, man, he's just hurt. He's got to get healthy. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me. Anyway, uh, if they like my services, I just want gear. It's free, honestly. Marlon, the Super Bowl, sir, it's coming down to the D-line versus O-line, I feel like a lot of people feel. And I keep saying one of my points why I'm going since he is, they suffered a nine-sack game. That is like an abomination. Nine-sack game. You had to have learned something from that nine-sack game going into a game where you're facing Aaron Donald in that D-line. Yeah, Gus, you remember, I don't know if you ever remember this thing, like, Sometimes you got to mess up in order to win. And, and that's what this situation is. It's on, it's on film. I'm pretty sure the coaches made the correction, you know, Coach Coach Brian and, you know, just Coach Zach Taylor just sitting down as the head coach of an OC saying, hey, we have to fix this problem. And, and you look at one thing is for sure. These guys are professionals. <laughs> now, on the other side, hello, somebody, those two professionals, uh, and Aaron Donald and Von Miller is it, it, just – it's not necessarily just, okay, we know we have Cam Jordan. He's going to be on this side of the line of scrimmage and Marcus Davenport. These guys move all across the line, all across the front. So, in my opinion, yes, Cincinnati has a job. Do I think they're up for the challenge? Absolutely. You know, you, you have guys like Jonah Williams who's played on big stages like this at Alabama. So, it will be interesting to see those matchups across the front. You know, one of the things that a lot of, we played Derrick Henry a little bit ago and he said, Hey, look, one of the things you do against the, this defensive line is, uh, run at it, obviously. And in particular, uh, run a certain way. So let me play it for you. And you can sort of hear what, what he had to say in terms of how he goes about it, and you can kind of tell me from a defensive line standpoint why it's difficult. I think there's uh, one-cut runs, getting up to the south. When you see the hole, just hit it and, um, you know, let your momentum carry you forward, you know, because that's a, that's a fast, D, fast D line, a physical D line, and um, Joe Mixon is doing a great job all year. Just hit one-cut runs, getting up to the south, following his blockers, making big plays. He's good in the passing game, so I think he'll be fine. What does he mean by that? Those one-cut plays, uh, as a running back, they have an option of front front gap, um, backside gap, or lead gap. They have three options. So with that one cut, that's Derek. That's uh, Derek Henry reading his offensive line, seeing where there's a disadvantage in the front. 
So give you guys an example for our listeners. I try to give you a visual. If a team runs with like a four-man front or a multi-look like the Rams, mm -hmm. you have to basically zone block one way or the other. And guys like Derrick Henry, who's big and have, have great vision, has the ability to run north and south, downhill, but that one cut, um, who, who Chris Johnson was good with this. Um, Adrian Peterson uh, was, was really good with this. Um, you know, you know, we talk about LSU running backs. Guys like Keelan Williams was really good with this. Just being able to take that one explosive step and cut to the backside gap where you have the advantage uh, up front, whether it's a defensive end who got hooked or whether it's a nose guard who got double team and comboed up to the next level and or a three-tech who may have went upfield. You could, you have that advantage off of the offensive line. So that that's one of the things he's talking about. It. I mean, it's Joe Mixon. You know, I'll go ahead and give you one key right now, Gus. Joe Mixon, he has that running style that Adrian Peterson built, being able to run north and south and hit those gaps. When you take a look at it from a, another perspective here as well, um, from the Bengals' defense of side, what have you seen from them in the postseason and make me, to make me feel better by picking them? I see a team that that's playing with a relentless effort. Um, has been looked over. Hey, could, could the Cincinnati defensive uh, front do it? Uh, could they see? You know, this, this team has legit silenced everyone all the way throughout the playoffs, even with a, a complex defense. I won't even say um, a tough defense. I'll say a complex defense like Kansas City, and, and they've been successful. And, and you look at a guy like uh, former New Orleans defensive end uh, Trey Henderson, we saw this, Gus. You and I sat on this show right here last year and, and talked about how important this guy would be to that organization of Saints. But unfortunately, through free agency, they couldn't keep him. And he has been huge for Cincinnati. Why? Being able to be stout and play on the run, but also get after the passer. And joining guys like uh, DJ Redder and, you know, and, and Sam uh, Hubbard, guys that, again, could play the run, but also have been improving as the playoffs has been progressing in the pass run. So what are you doing Sunday? Who are you rooting for, buddy? What do you think? Well, I would say, who do you root for? Who are you rooting for? And who do you think will win? I am rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's who I'm believing is going to win. Remember I said the Cowboys and the Bengals. Well, you know, the boys have been silent weeks ago. <laughs> but this Cincinnati team, don't get me wrong. My favorite NFL player right now is Aaron Donald. Let's not mm -hmm. get it twisted. Um, but but my but also my, my, my closer to heart favorite player right now is Jamar Chase because of my relationship with him and his family. So, you know, it's that emotional tie you deal with, and it just makes you excited to watch this game. This is the matchup we're, we're looking for. Does it all lie on the Cincinnati's offensive line? A heavy bit of it, because if they can protect, you know, that's where, you know, Joe Burrow and, and, and connecting with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and, and, and being able to be that prolific offense they've been throughout the season to do that. But, you know, again, this, this defense for Cincinnati has that ability too. And, and like what Cam George said, he said, he said, oh, yeah, Eli Apple can't cover. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think a lot of people look at that matchup and they look at Beckham Jr. and Cup as uncoverable with the Bengals secondary, and then you sort of look at, well, well, do the Bengals receivers pose any threat? They have Jalen Ramsey, they have Aaron Donald, they have a defense that's pretty good. So I picked Cincy. Um, not only am I rooting for him, but I, I gave some reasons, and I gave them three. 
I think they, they are a team that are built to run the football. That's what they do. It's in their DNA. So it's not like they've got to do something that they haven't done. And a run has actually been a very big play, if not a touchdown in all three of their playoff games. Joe Burrow can beat you at the line of scrimmage. He, that can help in protection calls. He can read defenses. He can understand what they're trying to do. That's going to help you. So not even his arm or his accuracy. I'm just talking about Burrow's head, I think, is good. And then, as I mentioned, nine sacks. I, I got to imagine after that game, that O-line went back to work. The coaching staff kind of knows how maybe teams want to attack them. And that's got to help. So that's my three reasons. And, and your, your three reasons are, are good, Gus. They really are. Because for Joe Burrow to get hit nine times and not kill the confidence of his offensive line, to be able to go to them and say, that's all right, guys, hit him with that uh, head coach clap. Man, let's get it. There's no worries. And then for the O-line coach and, and for, for the head coach and for the offensive coordinator to collectively come together and, and fix that, that says a lot going into the Superdome. Gus, you did say something that really caught my attention, and this is something outside of like a Jonah Hill and Von Miller, a matchup I'm looking to see is Jamar Chase and, and, <laughs> and Jalen Ramsey. Yep. I, I think when those two guys are in one-on-one, I think we'll see that a lot um, um, on Sunday. I think that's something that, that, that goes down and really see basically right now this year, basically wide receiver one and the, the defensive back one go toe-to-toe. That, that'll that be something that'll be exciting to watch as well. Outside of this halftime show, too, Dre, M, that is gonna, Lamar, Mary That is going to be nice. That is going to be nice. That's going to be nice. Hey, man, uh, thank you so much as always, man. Appreciate the time inside the trenches. The podcast at Big Faith 504 is the way to follow over on Twitter. We'll talk Monday about the game, man. Looking forward to it. Let's do it, brother. Enjoy the weekend. Hello, sure. somebody. There he is, Mr. Hello, somebody. Christian Clark next to talk Pelicans basketball in ESPN New Orleans. That old black magic has me up in its spell. That old black magic that to you up weeps so well. It's time to have fun, so come on in. Come on in and win. Come and feel the magic. Where winners play every night and day. Cash Magic. It's the thrill of Las Vegas right here at home at your local Cash Magic casinos with nine locations throughout Southeast Louisiana. Come take a break, have some fun, and let us make you a VIP. At Cash Magic, you'll enjoy the latest video poker games, a fun, friendly atmosphere, and our famous Cash Magic VIP service. It's fun, so come on in and win like magic. Right in your own backyard at all nine Cash Magic locations in Southeast Louisiana. Homa, Thibodeau, La Rose, Raceland, Galliano, Bayou Vista, and on the West Bank Expressway. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Must be 21 or older. Valid ID required. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will see king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. 
When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Alvarado got in deep, got it back to Jonas up top. He's got the mismatch. Jose, he'll take the three straight away and hit the three. He can shoot. Alvarado... Now with a team high 17. He would finish the night with 17 points in leading the team in scoring at C Clark underscore 13 is the way to follow Mr. Christian Clark covers the Pelicans for the Picayune and the Advocate. Christian, good afternoon. How are you? Hey man, I'm doing great. It was a pretty fun night, even though you know I don't think they played their best and still lost. That was that was. I feel like that was the most juice I've I've seen in Smoothie King Center. Maybe like. Uh, since before the pandemic. There you go. I, I was literally talking about that and, and a lot of different callers here as well, too. I'm watching that game. You probably could have and should have led at halftime, and you were in that game. The third quarter, they came out and showed why they're the number one seed in the East. But, Christian, I mentioned that game. I mentioned the four-game losing streak with the Bucks and the top three teams of the East at that time, whether it was what? It was the Jazz, the Warriors, and the Suns that week when they went, you know, over. Yet people were calling and saying, I love what Willie Green's doing. This team is showing me something. It's, you know, you don't always want to go with the moral victory, but to see that team yesterday hang with them when you don't have, you know, who it's the first day of CJ showing up past midnight. BI's kind of trying to figure out what to do. I mean, that, that's, it's almost darn near impressive to be honest with you. It was funny you said, you know, who it's almost like we're in Harry Potter and it's like, Never mind. I won't even. I won't even. That's go down actually that how I uh, refer to him. I swear to you, Christian. I refer to him uh, as he who shall not be named. Yes, Voldemort. Uh, I actually do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, like, I think I think CJ McCobb got like like he looked like a guy who got like four or five hours of sleep when he went to the podium after the game. Like he like looked and sounded exhausted to me. I know he got in at twelve thirty a.m. Thursday. Um, you know, he, he, I think he went to bed at like two thirty a.m. So like super tired. Goes out there, plays 37 minutes. Like, you know, that'll that'll end up being, I think, one of his worst shooting games in a Pelicans uniform the rest of the season. So, yeah, it was encouraging. And I mean, like, I mean, I, I generally, I think, you know, was super supportive of the move. I like, I wrote something over the summer of like, that's a guy who should they try to get. Like, I just think his creation and shot making off the dribble is like something this team has been missing. So, I think it'll be good for them for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's the thing that, that I'm, that I'm looking at is that he's going to make more than two threes. You saw some of those shots. They were kind of on the mark and then off the, to, I mean, this the legs, man, and, and trying to get an understanding of it. BI only taking the amount of shots that he did, probably trying to figure things out. Um, because you saw a team back on Tuesday, Christian, that really stood out to me that, man, it was almost like they're not thinking anymore. They, everyone knows where they're going. It was fluid. It was flow. And everyone sort of knows their role, so it's going to be an adjustment period with one player. But I, I'm kind of excited to see what comes of, of this. 
I mean, absolutely. I mean, like, CJ has just done it at a really high level for a long time. I mean, scored 20 or more seven seasons in a row. Trailblazers with him and Dame Miller got to the playoffs eight years in a row. Like, guy is just a proven winner. And, you know, he's 30. He's not young, but he's not old either. Like, if you go back to the summer, like, they were trying to sign Kyle Lowry, who's still very good. I think Kyle Lowry's 35. So, like, you know, I think CJ has got a, a couple prime years left. I think he's got some good years left for sure. And, you know, by all accounts, like he's a guy who really takes care of his body. Um, so like, he's a guy, you know, you'd bet on to age pretty well. And, you know, he's, his game is kind of like predicated. It's not real like an athleticism game. It's more so of like a, a skill game too. So, you know, those are, I think some of the reasons like I liked it for sure. Even, you know, add a 30 year old guy to this mix. Um, you know, maybe he is up there, but I, I liked it a lot. I want to ask you something specifically. I don't know if Coach Green's been asked about this or, or will be maybe before tomorrow's game, but we, we've seen the success that Jackson Hayes has had at four, and we didn't see that as much yesterday. Is that something that this team sort of plans on doing, keeping Hayes playing at four? Is that possible when eventually Zion comes back and all this stuff, you know, kind of materialates, or is he eventually going to have to learn and play and be a five? Oh, man, that's a really interesting question. I mean, I – I just and Griff even talked about it on the record yesterday. Like I know that the idea of just going big and putting a lot of size on the floor is something that I think management is is really intrigued by. And like when you see some of those minutes these past few weeks of hey Jackson at the four, Jonas Valanciunas at the five, and them just like controlling the paint, like in that win over the Denver Nuggets and stuff like that. Like you know you can kind of see the vision. Um, so I think it'll be fluid. Um, I don't know that. The Willie Green's like all the way in on it yet, um, you know, and I can understand why. Um, but yeah, I think you'll see it here and there. And then when Zion comes back, that'll be interesting um, because like you just, you know, Zion's a player where you have to put a lot of shooting around him. Um, and, you know, I, I guess I would be interested to see what like a Zion, Jackson Hayes, Jonas Valanciunas 3, 4, 5 looked at. Um, but, you know, who knows when that's going to happen. Yeah. I got to ask you. I mean, <laughs> I've played it, and um, I, I, I'm just kind of at a loss how the, the person in charge of the entire basketball organization doesn't have more info or no info, and uses a, a word that people have to go look up for a while, and it's essentially based on other people's reports. What did you make of that? I actually, I guess, I'll kind of defend Griff a little bit on that one. I mean. Like, I think there are, you know, like, multiple options on the table right now. And when I think the team knows all those options, it's just one has not been picked yet. And so it's like you can't really get into it until, like, everybody's on the same page. Of, okay. This is the best way to proceed forward. Um, so I guess I'll leave it at that. So I don't know. I kind of, I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't really mind anything. I didn't really take much issue with what he said yesterday. Like, honestly, that was as much of, like, hey, look, I'm not sure. As, as we've gotten, which is like, if you had gotten that at media day, like, I don't think everybody would be so fired up, including myself. They'd just say, hey, look, like, here's kind of what we think, but like, the foot injuries with big guys who put a ton of force on their feet, it's tricky. So, uh, you know, I actually think that was, thought that was kind of good. I guess that's what I mean by that, but you kind of gave me a little more clarity in what you just said. In other words, what I'm getting at is this isn't like Nikhil Alexander Walker, let late first round pick a 10 day guy. Like, this is the first pick overall in the draft eight weeks that you've ramped them down. Like, I mean, can, I, I joked, I had a stomach bug earlier this week, Christian. And I'm like, 
if he had the runs, can he run down the hallway to get to the bathroom? Like, is he putting any weight on his foot? Can he, can he ride a bike? You know, is he doing jumping jacks? Is he shooting free throws? Like, well, is he doing no basketball work or movement? Um, because I think fans can sort of understand, hey, it's a foot injury. Fans can understand, man, we just don't know the timetable. It's not healing the way we want it to. Um, you know, from that perspective, it's just, it's just odd to hear that. Cause that's why I, I, I assumed, and I've been saying on the air kind of what you said. Either there's zero information and you're not communicating, which is an issue, or I know and I'm not comfortable saying just yet where I'm going. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, specifically what he's doing right now, I wish I could give you more of a picture. And, like, that's kind of what I'm curious about, too, because when the Pelicans gave that update eight weeks ago that said, you know, he'll be reevaluated in four to six weeks, like, that update said... He's not going to be doing, putting a whole lot of weight on that foot. So, like, as he progressed to putting weight on the foot, right. uh, like, what is he? I, I'm honestly, I'm not just sure. I mean, I'm my my buddy uh, Scott Cushing wrote a column. I don't know, like, month or two ago that was like, look, I'm just not going to believe it until he's back out on the court. And mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I'm checking in on it all the time, but like, that's kind of how I'm operating now. Like, I got, I just, I'm at the point where like, I just got to see it to believe it, you know. No, I know. It's just crazy because again, it's who that is. You know, if that was Drew Brees, if that was an NFL starting quarterback, and if this was in another bigger market, Christian, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, have, AD doesn't practice for a week or two, and it's like, where, where is this guy or something? So I don't know. It is what it is, though. The, the thing, though, is that I do find that I think you would agree on is. People are tuning in. People are commenting. People are following your post and reading your articles based off of what you're seeing on the court, man. Like, I, I can't wait for tomorrow night's game against the Spurs. I, I think this team is starting to get a groundswell movement of a certain kind of support where I feel like it, it's together. Like, I think fans buy who some of these players are and can support who they are. And I think the players kind of mimic the city a bit in a certain regard. Am I making too much into that, or do you kind of feel that as well? No, I feel that as well. I mean, that that moment, um, you know, when Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Josh Hart came and sat courtside, I mean, to me, that was like, I thought that was very genuine and something I hadn't seen before. And, you know, Willie Green, who's been around a while in the NBA, said he hasn't seen before. I mean, like, I thought that was like a, a real moment of like, Oh, they actually have made some progress in terms of like, you know, bringing in like pretty good guys and then like making it a workplace where these guys enjoy working in by hiring Willie Green. Um, so I, I mean, I thought all of that was, was evidence of that. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. And I think like the part of the CJ McCollum deal that I don't know that like a lot of national, some national folks grasped is like one, what does cap space do for you if you're the Pelicans? Like, you literally just came off a of summer where you tried to sign some fairly big free agents you just completely whiffed because they didn't want to come here. And two, like, this team, you know, had this incredible momentum from a business perspective after they got Zion. Like, they sold 12,000 season tickets or whatever. And that kind of got screwed up because Zion's been injured more than he's played. And you had COVID. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of coming off this awful two-year stretch where you lost a lot of momentum from a business perspective. Like, you need to get that rolling again. Like, you need to get people, you know, more people to care about this team locally. And, like, I think C.J. McCollum does that. Like, he helps you be more competitive and, like, gets people, you know, he moves moves the needle a little bit. I'm with you, Christian. Let, let's see what takes place, man. And, like I said, um, in the meantime, 
We will see. I, I'm enjoying it. And, and by the way, how many people ask you if you know Jose Alvarado? Can you get his autograph? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably more every day. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, people love this guy, man. He's something else. That's C. Clark underscore one three is the way to follow Mr. Christian Clark. Thank you so much for your time, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Oh, for sure, man. Thanks. Thank you. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. It's time to have fun, so come on in. It's the thrill of Las Vegas right here at home at your local Cash Magic Casinos with nine locations throughout Southeast Louisiana. Come take a break, have some fun, and let us make you a VIP. At Cash Magic, you'll enjoy the latest video poker games, a fun, friendly atmosphere, and our famous Cash Magic VIP service. It's fun, so come on in and win like magic. Right in your own backyard at all nine Cash Magic locations in Southeast Louisiana. Homa, Thibodeau, La Rose, Raceland, Galliano, Faya Vista, and on the West Bank Expressway. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Must be 21 or older. Valid ID required. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. Hi, I'm Nichols Head Football Coach Tim Rebo. Winning a football game starts with a great game plan, and so does fighting pests. Terminex will protect your home and business from termites, roaches, mice, and even mosquitoes. Call the local team, Dan and Billy Foster, at Terminex of Homa. They will drop a winning game plan to tackle your pests. Terminex is a proud supporter of Nichols Athletics. Go, Colonels! I was surprised. I was definitely surprised. Yep, we had no idea. Totally surprised. Um, can you say jaw drop? Who knew? State Farm with these great rates? The surprise everyone's talking about is the surprisingly great rates for home and auto insurance from State Farm, especially when you combine them. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today. 985-632-0988. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. All right, final few minutes here. Sports Hangover, as always, appreciate the time that you do give us. And tune us in. Matt Moscone, and after further review, will be joining us here at the top of the hour. It's incredible, too, when you take a look at all of the LSU players that won awards yesterday. And I think LSU football tweeted that the NFL award show was brought to you by NFL SU. <laughs> like, it was. Lots of um lots of tigers. Making sure that uh man of the year, LSU Tiger. You had comeback player of the year in Joe Burrow, LSU Tiger. You also had obviously Jamar Chase, rookie of the year, LSU Tiger. So they they're uh, they're very proud. Obviously, what took place yesterday. So, again, I, I'm thinking, and I'm kind of just going with Cincy. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, this was Joe Burrow at the awards thing yesterday. He was with his team when it happened. And accepting the comeback player of the year, what again, tore his knee up 
right? Two, three ligaments or something. Came back. And his team is where they are. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank all the people that helped me throughout my entire process. Physical therapists, Nick and Aaron, my trainer, Dak. Uh, my family obviously helped me after surgery. It was tough getting around the house. Uh, and then, you know, my teammates, I obviously wouldn't be here without them. Coaches, organization, everybody. So thanks, everybody, so much. Worked really hard to get here. Excited for this weekend. There you go. Short, sweet, to the point. And obviously, um, let's see what happens. I, I'm looking forward to it. I really honestly am. To uh, to the game, I, 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 I'm wondering if there is something in the game that we're kind of maybe not overlooking or could it, I mean, there's always an X factor, right? There's always that one player that does that one play. Like you didn't go into that Giants Patriots game thinking David Tyree's going to catch the ball in his helmet or something like that. I, I wonder if we're going to see something that we'll talk about. Could it come down to a game winning field goal? Again, both of the, both of these kickers can kick the heck out of the ball. Um, the Bengals kicker seems to, I get so many parallels. It's like Hartley, man. You know, <laughs> the guys just kicking. What is it? Four? Or is it five now game winners this season? It's nuts. So I I just hope it's close. I hope it's a good game. And we'll see how it takes place. Pelicans, as we said, though, they will be in action tomorrow taking on San Antonio. And we've got a couple games next week to look into as we get closer to the NBA All-Star game. LeBron and KD yesterday chose their teams the big uh, you know, Laugh was the last player selected on the all-star roster was James Harden. It was James Harden and Rudy Gobert and Kevin Durant chose Rudy Gobert. Monday, when we join you again, Pels will be hosting San uh, Toronto. San Antonio tomorrow, that tip time is for 6 o'clock on Saturday. Toronto on Monday, Memphis on Tuesday. So back-to-back when we get back, you got a bunch of games here in a short amount of time. That game against Shaw. Ought to be interesting. Luke, I think, dropped 50 last night. The Mavericks are in town on Thursdays. The Sports Hangover, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the weekend, and happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. We'll see you on Monday. Matt Muscodin after further reviews next on ESPN New Orleans.